Recording in progress. That sounds like Siri backing up and telling me that we have episode two. Episode two. Of, this is where you play the jingle. (laughs) TV, it's all we've got. I don't know. I'll make something up. That's good. (laughs) It'll be seamless. Seamless. Hello, daughter. Which is what we, we go for. Hi, Dad. Um, should we explain to people who don't know what this is about, what this is about? Yeah, I think definitely. If this is the first time that you're tuning in, you might want to know what the hell we're doing here. So this podcast is called TV. It's all we've got. And it is something that my father, George Tanikian and myself, uh, take the time to challenge each other to watch a TV shoot, show. Shoot the breeze during lockdown. <laughs> shoot the, yeah. yeah. And we basically just talk about how we feel the show is, what our thoughts are about it, where we think it might be going, if it's not a finished, finalised season, um, and then kind of talk about us as well in the meantime, the process. and In the best light, the beautiful bit about hopefully this podcast is that mm. it not only throws a little shade or a little light on fa- father and daughter, but it also gives you an idea that uh, we actually entertain ourselves by watching some terrific TV. And, yeah. it's, and it's been a bit of a glue that's held us together for an awful long time. And Yeah, probably it, too long. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Um, well, longer than we'd care to admit, I think. No, I'm happy to admit from the very <laughs> first movie. From the very first show, we've been okay. bitten by the bug. Yeah. yeah. Should, you'd think by now there'd be a vaccine for it, wouldn't you? I know. <laughs> oh, that's a dirty word. Instead, oh, they just, instead, they just keep making more streaming services, which take all Great. my money. By the way, so. uh, we should also ground this program properly. Um, I'm in Victoria. Mm. You're in? Yes, Sydney. New South Wales. Well, New South Wales, yes. specifically Sydney. <laughs> um, it's a bit of fun. It's okay. a bit of therapy. Um, it's also an opportunity to showcase some terrific television. And yeah, in future episodes, we intend to expand this from not only just television, but onto places as exciting as the movie screen. So the silver screen. Yeah. Are you doing all the sound effects? I can't add them in post. I don't know how. Uh, Well, (laughs) another thing to learn in lockdown. You see, lockdown has many good uses, if only Mm. you focus on finding a good use for it, right? Yeah. Uh, There are an awful lot of people we should explain uh, around the world and across Australia who are currently struggling. In Victoria, I think it's about 217 days uh, in totality since last year. That's an inordinate amount of time. And there Mm. are so many people that are yearning for the day when they can open the door and leave their home, leave their city, leave their state, uh, leave their country and go and have a bit of a holiday. Now, how far away that is, we don't know. Uh, All we're trying to do is tell you to watch a particular show if you have an inkling. Um, We started this podcast last week with yes. an extraordinary up-tempo uh, twosome 
Um, I think that's the one, key the, word the, the there, one, up-tempo. <laughs> it was. Um, you actually asked me to be seriously uh, excited about a thing called Schmigadoon. And I looked at you twice and I said, yeah. what, what in heaven's name is that? And yeah. then I decided, okay, I'll take up your challenge or I'll take up the, um, the responsibility of, of checking it out. And I really enjoyed it. Took me a moment or two to get into it. And then I realized it was beautifully made. It, it was paying homage to another time and another place, the silver screen and the great musicals of the 40s and 50s in, in America. And mm-hmm. this is a new interpretation, which I thought was really exciting. And what I asked you to look at and take in, and you, of course, were so excited when I said to you, check out. Ted Lasso. And what did you find out? It was great. There wasn't a lot of football in there, which is pretty much the main pool, but <laughs> it was really, really great. I which, which brings really us, enjoyed it. Which, which ah, There you go. Which brings us to week two podcast. What was, the, what, was the, what was the dare that you posed or said to me last week that I should take up? Okay. So I told you to watch Mr. Corman, which and is another show on Apple. I, and in retaliation, I said. You said that I would watch Physical, which is also on Apple Plus TV. Um, okay. Can I just preface this by saying. Yes, I know. I watched the trailer for Mr. Corman and I loved it. I thought, oh my gosh, it seems so sweet. Like this quirky, funny comedy. He has, you know, this guy has some issues, which is fine. Don't we all? And I thought, yeah, you know, I watched the first episode and I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird, but I can get into it. After all, what can a grade five teacher get into trouble? doing well exactly <laughs> and the answer was plenty so much i know i know and you know i i after watch because i re- actually re-watched the first episode again because, <laughs> because it was so i clear wanted the first time. to well because i wanted to make sure that i was watching the same show in episode five got it because it is quite dark he is a primary school teacher who is currently dealing with bouts of anxiety and probably a little bit of depression as well so trigger warning if you do want to watch mr corman if you watch it is a little yeah so it is a bit much it is confronting i know for myself i have depression and anxiety watching it at times i was holding my breath um so i think if you are that way inclined just go into it with that knowledge. I didn't really yeah, know that going into it. I was going to say it's interesting to hear you talk about it like that, and that you were feeling mm. um, an anxiety welling up inside you. Mm. Um, I didn't. I didn't get that response out of it. For me, it was a bit of a, a really slow burn. Um, yeah. I too, though, was wowed by the wonderful um, um, promo that does the trailer because it, it was like. <laughs> Hey, how, how exciting is this? I like the the guy as an actor. Uh, I've watched a lot of the product that he's been involved in. I mm-hmm. thought this can't be this can't be all bad. It's got to be good. The trailer's very good, and mm. after all, he produced it. And he then wrote course, it, directed yeah, it, starred in it. 
everything. Maybe he did one or two things too many in this series. Maybe. But then again, maybe it wouldn't have been made if he hadn't put his hand up to do all those um, little menial tasks, which at the end of the day present us with an interesting show, not quite a Ted Lasso, definitely not a Spiegel Dune. Although there is a musical um, there is, is a musical segment scene in it. In it. I, I'm still spaced out. I'm still wondering, should I have been taking something at the time, uh, purely medicinal, so. of course, to help me with it, or a cup of tea? Mm, no. I... I I still and then and then I should add, just when I thought I was getting over, Mr. Corman, because it's so slow, or it seemed to me, mm. you were getting really anxious. I was wondering when is something going to happen, right? Yeah. Then and physical. Then then I went oh, to oh. my task to yeah. watch physical. Physical. And I, th- and I thought to myself. The one redeeming feature about it, other than Rose Byrne, who I think is amazing, um, it's truly representative of that era. And I'm going to say this to you now, Lauren. You Mm. were born in 85. I know. (laughs) You have no idea about the 80s. It was a pretty good representation. I know. And that explains why so many of myself and my friends have as many mental health issues as we do. Because <laughs> clearly well it was put. something that was never addressed then. Um, no, the whole trigger world warning. Di- yep. The Again. World had a very different chore and responsibility yep. in the 80s. Yeah. And so physical does deal with binge eating and purging. So if that is a hard subject for you to watch, then this might not be the show for you Yeah, because it is, it is featured in every episode. And the other thing that is really interesting is how she wanders from one addiction to another. Yeah. She, she replaces almost replaces yeah. the eating and the purging mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. physical, which is mm-hmm. the name of the, the show. Physical. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And so, again, you know, we watched the trailer and terrific. it kind of gave a hint to binge eating that that was something that she was struggling with. I guess what I wasn't expecting was the running commentary that was in her head majority of the time. Um, I do have a binge eating disorder, so I get it. So Thoughts did Lady are always Diana. in there. Yeah, so it it's constant, you know, it... Um, but to see it on screen is quite something else because she's really, I don't know if either of these lead characters like Josh Corman or, oh, gosh, what's her name in, um, oh, in the physical? Sh- character. Yeah. Is sh- it, is it, oh. I'm sorry. No, I was so distracted by the physicality and you the were music. so distracted by her yes. <laughs> and the music. And the music. Oh, my gosh. Well, the, the music was great, actually. Well, I was going to say, yeah. you wouldn't remember any of it. You were all of I mean, what? her hair, in just the <laughs> hair in its own. Excuse I me. mean. You ask your yeah. mother about her hair. Yeah. So Sheila is her name. So we have Josh Corman in Mr. Corman, and we have Sheila Rubin in Physical. 
neither of them are really likable characters, but which is so interesting. It, I was just going to say, the thing that fascinated me was the way that you took to it or took to both of them. Mm. Um, mm. You, sp- you, see, you see these as um, important programs, important yes. series, because they yes. highlight some of the great challenges that face so many of us in the marketplace. And, mm-hmm. and we're talking uh, children, teenagers, and even adults, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So these have been subjects that have been buried and hidden behind doors, closed doors. And, yep. and you said to me you were pleased in, in a way that there was an attempt, a genuine attempt, it seems to us, that these um, ideas and these concepts were people were trying hard to destigmatize them. Yeah. Yeah. So if that is indeed the case, and this mm-hmm. emerges from these two programs, um, mm-hmm. that we that we de- de- take away the stigma from mental health issues, from anxiety, depression, and from eating disorders and image um, challenges that face mm-hmm. so many of our younger people, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, then, the, then, then it's something good to come out of Absolutely. two shows that uh, the promo builders um, made into hits, uh, whether they do hit your bell and, and, and strike a chord uh, will depend very much on your own personal experience. Uh, they're well made. Uh, the, the physical so well made. Is, reflects on a different time and a different place. Mm. And Lauren, Costumes I are incredible. Ta- I, and I can tell you what you've been looking in your mother's wardrobe, have you? <laughs> she didn't keep anything. It's all gone. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, but it, I mean, look, it's pretty hard to make Rose Byrne look ugly. Um, now, and I don't think that. Now, now that you put it that way, I'm with you. They like, they just kind of went, nah, we can't make her ugly. We're uh, not going to try. Mind you, there is a moment, and I, it's going to be the only moment I'll describe. Yeah. And it's to do with a party. Mm, and it's yes. about the actions of Rose Byrne who is the actress who plays this uh, character who has her own challenges with bulimia and, uh, and other things. And she mm. somehow walks into a, a, a bathroom holding a cake, a quite big cake. and then A sheet of cake, I believe, then, is what it's and called. Then, and then proceeds to demolish it in the bathroom while the door is locked. With hands. Just so, yeah. So there's some in interesting. Yeah, so, so there are images that will mm. linger with you forever. Some you'll For never be able time. to purge. Some will never be able to purge, no matter yeah. how hard you try. I didn't realise this. Mr. Corman was actually filmed just before the pandemic COVID. hit. Yeah. yeah. So then they filmed, I think they said they filmed the first seven episodes and they got shut down. So we've only seen the first five so far here in Australia. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of it plays out because I think that when you introduce the pandemic side of things, it might pick up a little bit more. But what, they um, wear masks? Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, if I had a roommate that would lie on me like an anxiety blanket, like his roommate does in that show, <laughs> I think I'd be very happy. Um. It's, it's interesting you say that the show was disrupted. So much of the mm. world has been disrupted during this past 18 months, this mm-hmm. nearly two years. And it tests us all. It takes uh, 
um, a great deal of focus. It takes a great deal of willpower uh, to stay, um, as they say, confident, calm, and above all, um, uh, keen on what comes tomorrow. Because a lot of mm. people are being challenged by it in a fashion that uh, they haven't seen for uh, mm. ever before. A little bit of perspective goes an awful long way. But when yeah. you're in it, as you've told me before, Lauren, and it's it's harder to take in or watch something when mm. there's a degree of anxiety or, or depression. And you tell me yeah. that for you, especially watching Mr. Corman, um, made you anxious at times. I didn't feel that anxiety, but I mm. felt other things watching the show. And I've yeah. got to say that it seemed to me like I just wanted something to happen in it. You yeah. Know? Again, being yeah. A, a guy who's grown up on television and great television product and then working mm. in the business for, for the, the better part of 40 odd years, you, you want action. You want things mm. to be going on. And this takes such a long time. It does uh, take a long time to, to get move, there, doesn't it? To move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's awkward. Uh, it's well done in so, so many different ways. But when you consider the first two uplifting shows in our first podcast, and then we compare these two shows, you've got to be positive in that they do a tremendous job of actually shining a light on some really awkward and very difficult mm. subjects. And on mm -hmm. that level, I think we've got to give them something positive. And, Absolutely. And then, and then warn people. It's at your at your. Uh, um, and do you know what? What? So Mr. Corman doesn't have anything, doesn't have a warning at the beginning of the show, but physical does. Yes, it so does. I found that very interesting because I, I would think that if I was feeling slightly anxious because of the way it was filmed, you know, the camera is kind of always shaking. Um, if I was feeling anxious, then I'm sure other people would too. And you know, There's only I two just... times I've been anxious watching a, a, a movie or a show. Oh, I thought you would just say sport. <laughs> oh, please don't bring that up. It's been painful. Um, <laughs> my my New York Yankees. Thank, thank goodness they won this morning. Anyway, I'm off topic. Just Great. going back, um, Game of Thrones, when mm. Jon Snow, mm -hmm. the Battle of the Bastards, mm -hmm. falls in, you know, with all these bodies on top of him. I almost couldn't breathe. Yeah. And then I, I was suffocated at that point. Myself, and I kept thinking to myself, what, why am I feeling suffocated? And, yeah. then I, and then I, my response was because it's been brilliantly produced. Mm -hmm. uh, the storyline, you, you love the character, you, you're immersed in the character mm -hmm. and you feel the anxiety. So if you're feeling that anxiety, I'm suggesting that maybe you were getting into the show and it was talking to you. And I think yeah. this is something we, we're too quick to dismiss. If mm. you do feel something, and we're all different, and, yeah. I, and I, you and I have talked about this before, um, when we walk into a cinema or when we turn on a show to see, mm -hmm. the sum of our life experiences will help us either travel with that show or that movie, um, and it'll be a very different journey for me, and it'll be mm. a very different journey for you. And that's why I get excited yeah. when we come out of a movie and we've enjoyed something together mm. because it's touched so many 
um, nuanced things and we've shared it in a, and it's, yeah. not the, it's not the same experience, but we've loved it so much because of the great quality it's contained. Mm. You sit there and you go, hey, that was good. Yeah. And I remember feeling that when I came out of Shrek with you, you were all <laughs> of about nine or 10. Is that right? Gosh, it seems like forever ago. Yeah, that sounds about right, actually. Yeah, yeah. But you were actually saying something very interesting the other day. Which was? Um, which was that you you have spent so many years working in news and reporting on the latest news stories yeah. that cinema, TV is a way for you to escape Correct. all the reality that is happening in front of you. Yeah. And I found that so fascinating because you said you watch three types, right? Yeah, so you, you watch. paying attention. I was. <laughs> I might have ADHD, but I definitely try and pay attention. So I'm not going to get all of them now. I'm going to get in trouble. Um, so that's why you enjoy sport. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why you enjoy science fiction. Yes. And what was the third one? Think about it. Oh, crap. oh like action movies. No, no, no. Fantasy. Oh, fantasy. fantasy. But doesn't that fall under sci-fi, sci-fi fantasy? Well, I guess they're uh, different. Fantasy for me was Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's it, different. George R. R. Martin created mm-hmm. uh, a, t- a, a different time and a different mm. place that never existed, okay? Mm. He created a cast of characters yeah. that, that only emerged from his brain, from his, ma- mm. from his, from his mind, right? And he's created a world and a colour and a series of stories that fascinated the best part of the world television audience on HBO for about a good 10 years. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It it was one of, uh, towards the end, it was one of the most expensive television uh, shows to be be made. And it's, Mm. it's still to this day resonates. And yet for me, I didn't have to worry about it. I just, jumped straight in and believed everything. Of course, I knew it yeah. was fantasy, but I believed there were dragons, right? Yeah. I love I'd that. love to believe that but, too. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is I completely immersed myself in fantasy. I understood in the world. it. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't have to worry over my shoulder whether it was a dragon or not. I knew it was. No, no. Yeah. But that's what I'm getting at. Uh, the science fiction, um, whether it's, um, um, you know, 30, 30 30,000 years in, you know, ahead of time or 30,000 years in the past, you're right. It's whatever it was. I love that, whether it's Star mm. Trek, uh, the movie, or whether it's, uh, uh, you know, Star Wars. I, I love that. I don't have to worry mm. about um, reality. And reality yeah. for me is a little bit of physical and a little mm. bit of Mr. Corbin. Because mm. they talk about the subjects that affect people today, every yeah. day, yeah, yeah, and that's why what I why I struggle with both of them because they're mm. not the sort of programs I would choose. But because of yeah. this podcast, because you asked me, I thought, yeah, okay, I'll give it a go, give it a whirl, I'll give it a whirl. Um, mm. So again, we we live and we learn. I learned yeah. a lot more about those shows from you than I did from actually watching them, if you know what I mean. 
because no, I, I understand listening, that, yeah. listening back to your feedback, I sat there mm. and I thought, yeah, I, 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 I assume there, and I shouldn't have, I should have focused a little bit harder. Mm. That was really interesting, really interesting. So there you go, Mr. Corman. Uh, and physical. And, uh, and physical, two different shows, again on Apple Plus. And mm-hmm. I think what we need to do now for, for our podcast is move away from... Um, um, I think so dark. So, some, 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 well, some, some produced television to some yeah. movies. Okay. So, yeah. What are we, what are we going to see? Oh, what do you, gosh. what do you think I want to see in next week's episode? Oh, something light-ish, I think. Something. So I. With my anxiety, I have been watching a lot of the same TV shows and movies to kind of put me at ease. Is, right. that, why, is that why musicals really resonate with you? Yes. Yeah. Because even if I just have it on in the background, I know the lyrics, I can sing along as I'm doing my work or if I'm clean cleaning the apartment, you know, I can just have that on and it's kind of a comfort for me. Yeah. It's so an accompaniment. It's an accompaniment. And I'm living yeah. alone in lockdown. <laughs> so one of the movies that I've had on repeat, and I don't know if you've seen this movie or not, but I want you to watch it. Pitch Perfect. Oh, Pitch Perfect. Have you okay. seen it? No. <sighs> no. But I will watch Pitch Perfect. Yeah. If you watch the new Mark Wahlberg science fiction movie called Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Okay. It's okay, on what's Paramount that on? Plus. Oh, okay. Paramount I have to subscribe Plus. for another one. Okay, fine. I'll get it. The new Channel 10 streaming service, which has mm. a whole bunch of things on it. Um, it has one of my favourite uh, police shows called Blue Bloods. Um, Do you know your mother loves that show? There you go. My I don't know mother, if she understands my, what's going on, but she I watches do not it say all that. the time. Do not say that about your grandmother. She understands every <laughs> drama that's ever been made from <laughs> days of our lives. To she Blue understands. Bloods. She understands bold and beautiful. That's better. <laughs> no, no, she actually can follow. And she immersed herself. And, and, of course, these days after the passing of Grandpa, uh, it's mm. a great salve for her, as it must yeah. be for a great many people. It's a, mm. great, it's a great bit of company. Mm. And may, maybe, like your musicals, mm. mums or grandmas um, uh, love or appreciation of Blue Bloods and shows of that ilk make her mm. feel comfortable. Yeah. You think? Do you think that's possible? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, Either I'm that or thinking, she just doesn't know how I'm to think, change the channel. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking we're actually learning more about each other during these podcasts <laughs> than we are about watching any television series or any movies. What do you think? Yeah, that's true. That's probably true, which is nice. It is nice. After hmm. all, what is this show again called? <laughs> TV. It's all we've got. <laughs> I can't wait for you to drop in that little jingle. Do it again. (laughs) I know. I'm looking forward to creating something. 
Okay, so until next week, when next you can week. join us, when you can join us again on mm-hmm. this particular site for TV is all we've got. Mm-hmm. I leave I leave you, Lauren, with mm-hmm. you've got to watch Infinite, the new Mark Wahlberg yes. uh, movie on yes. um, on uh, Paramount Plus, and I'm going to watch Pitch Pitch, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Okay. Okay. Which you can find on Netflix and I think on Amazon as well. But there you go. Netflix is fine. Okay, done. I can always lend until you Until next week. <laughs> See you, darling. Yes, until then. Bye, Dad. Love you. Love you too.